Let's really turn the music up louder when we like start recording. I, I feel like that's how it usually goes. That or they hear us talking and they're like, "We're tired of these guys talking. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Screw drown them out." Those guys. Yeah. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Mint City Soccer Show. I am Corey Insko, joined here by the real host of the show. I just kind of show up occasionally and talk into a microphone <laughs> like a couple times. Uh, but Matt Swift and David Gessler, how y'all doing? Okay, but that, don't give yourself, I mean, you gotta give yourself more credit. You're like the, you're like the producer, <laughs> editor, you know, master guru behind the scenes. I'm behind That's, the scenes. Yeah, the one yeah. who sits over here quietly laughing and nodding because I don't want to mess with the recording. <laughs> I've gotten really good at this, by the way. Like I can like laugh and nod, but not make any noise. Because after a bit, we mess up this like very perfect recording atmosphere where there's no background noise and we get like really clean audio. I don't want to mess that up. Well, right. it, he also sets me up for failure, which you'll also hear later on in this episode where he just bursts out laughing with me just <laughs> saying the wrong, the wrong name, the wrong term. It's just going to be an ongoing joke from now on. So. Yeah. But I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Good. Good to hear. How you doing, Matt? I am doing well. I'm so glad to see you again. Yeah, it's been we a while. love when you're on. <laughs> I love this, to be on. You we, make it so much more credible. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But we are we are here back at Salud. Uh, we'll do our uh, loving ad read to them later. Um, we're back here at Salud, and we had a pretty special guest today, guys. Who did we have on? So we had Sean McIntosh, the new chief fan officer, CFO uh, for Charlotte FC. So he, had a, he joined us here tonight and yeah. shared a story a little bit. That man has been busy. Yeah. All over the place. I feel like he's had not had a day off yet, and he just moved his whole yeah. family down here. So, yeah. Having heard his job, and again, magic of podcasting, interview already happened. You're, you haven't heard it yet. We've already done it. Um, would you want his job? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, yeah, I would have to be 20 years younger and single. I was gonna, yes. If I, if I was not getting married and yeah. like I was in my early 20s, if I could somehow snag that job, 100%. But, uh, yeah. Man, more power to him because he's super driven and like s- comes off super personable and right. professional. And like I can see why the team gave him this job. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I, more power to him, man, because that, that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough job. And I, I can't imagine what the DMs he's gonna get when the team finally plays their first first game. Yeah, yeah. he's only gonna get busier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those jobs where you're like, in, on paper, you're like, that's a cool job. I'm going to work for a soccer team, and I get to be the chief fan. And he gets in this a little bit. It's not it's not a job of being the chief fan. It's a little more involved in that. And then you also got to deal with social media. So uh, I bet it's, it's interesting. But it was really great to talk to him for a while and, and hear a little about his story and what he hopes to do. And I really think it was great that he kind of left with some action items, I feel like, for fans yeah. and us as supporters groups and things like that of what we need to be doing right. as we get you know five months away from the yeah. team starting on the field yeah so it's like a call to action so yep mint city collective southbound qc royals all of us as supporter groups we gotta we gotta step up and be ready to go yeah that's right so we won't waste any more time we'll get right into it because had a good long conversation with him so up next you'll hear from sean hey everybody Welcome to the, the latest episode of the Mint City uh, Soccer Show. We're on episode 19 now. So, Matt, how are you? I'm doing good, David. Awesome. Well, we're here back at Salud, yes. one of our favorite places to be at in Charlotte. That's right. Jason, shout out to you again. Uh, amazing environment, great beer, great pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always an awesome environment with all the hip hop and the artwork, everything like that, too. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. So we have a special guest with us here tonight. We do have a special guest. It's not Corey. It is not Corey. Corey is here. Yes. He 
He's, he's, he's in the corner. He's special, but he's not the special. You just don't put baby in the corner. So that's no, what we, that's no what we one did. puts baby in the corner. <laughs> so, but we uh, we actually have a really special guest here tonight. So, um, Sean, welcome to the Mint City Soccer Show, gentlemen. Thank you. I'm thrilled yeah. to be here. This atmosphere is is awesome. I uh, I, I do uh, like my hip hop. So nice. getting to yeah. see some of the outcast artwork is mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Like the food, a lot of the songs are named after hip hop songs, uh, outcast songs in particular. So yeah. anybody, even though we're not biggest fans of Atlanta here in Charlotte, I'm, I'm a we'll, fan of outcast. We'll so give them that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, give yeah. outcasts. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll let Atlanta have that one. So yeah, it's fine. For sure. We have the baby. So it's fine. We do have the baby. <laughs> I don't know if we should claim that right now. I so. don't know. Yeah. Let's just go with J. Cole for North there Carolina. You go. J. Cole. <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a better thing. See, yeah. you're already contributing. Yeah, you're perfect, I'm here. So. I'm a North Carolina. <laughs> Well, Sean, we, we appreciate you being here. And uh, I mean, I know, Matt, I'll let you kind of steer the, the questions since I know you love to ask all the selfish questions that you want to have. So, um, yeah, so we wanted to, to have you on. And thanks again for coming on um, and try to ask you some questions that maybe you haven't been given yet. Um, but one of the one of the things that I wanted to know and full disclosure, I did get to be part of the the end interview process with you which is really, really, uh, really, really neat and cool. But what was the interview process for you from like start to the, to the end? Yeah, that's that's a cool question. Um, and I appreciate it because it, it speaks to a little bit of the business side. And and I mentioned this before uh, to friends when I was interviewing. It was the most unique interview process that I went through. And I've talked about it and I'm sure people are, are sick of hearing me talk about the club doing the right things, yeah. but you know, I got to work here. So you know, <laughs> I, I want to make sure likewise as, as the fans, like they want to make sure that their club is, is doing things the right way. But mm -hmm. like I, I uprooted my, my life right, right here with my family. Yeah. Um, so the interview process spoke to that, to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very collaborative, very inclusive, and it involved internal and external stakeholders, which mm -hmm. was unique to me. I, I've never been a part of a process like that. Yeah. I've interviewed hundreds of, of people for positions in this industry, mm -hmm. and I've never taken folks and, and introduced them to partners. So just a little bit, I, I guess a peek behind the curtain was yeah. certainly spoke and, and started internally okay. with uh, department heads in different areas of this organization. Then I spoke with some of our biggest partners, uh, corporate partners, uh, making sure that they were involved in the process, that they, again, the club, when they say that the fans and partners have a voice and are important, they're putting their money where their mouth is. Like they are yeah. including, they really including them in, in different areas of the club that I've never seen before. So had uh, the opportunity to speak to some of those um corporate partners and then mm -hmm. as you know matt had a chance to speak with with our supporters involving yeah. them in that process I thought that was really cool so amazing really really cool a, a chance for me to, to get a feel because not all supporters for soccer clubs are the same so it gave me a little bit of a taste of charlotte yep. um and and ultimately if i got this role who i would be working with um so for me it said a lot about the process the emphasis that they actually cared about what their fans and corporate partners because believe it or not not every club you know does to that extent so um that was really cool nice before we get too deep into your role here and, and what you're doing and some of the cool stuff that's going on with the club here can you tell us a little bit about your your background from a career standpoint or and your soccer background just some of the 
kind of people haven't read up on you yet. Get to know you a little bit where you come from. Yeah. So um, my my dad's American uh, from a, a small town in Marietta, Ohio, and uh, he joined the U.S. Navy at like 18 years old. And, and pretty early on uh, in his tenure in the Navy, he was stationed overseas in Italy, and that's where he met my mom. So my mom is from Italy, uh, from a small town called Gaeta. And uh, I won't say the region because we'll, we'll quiz you on, on, on this club later. Oh, but uh, so I spent a majority of my childhood growing up in Italy. We bounced around. We did spend some time in, in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, but most of my life was spent in Italy. And so, uh, as you can imagine, as you guys know, it, it, you know, we're the 2020 Euro champions. Soccer's a big part, four-time World Cup champions. Uh, soccer's a big part of our, our culture. And so I grew up playing. I certainly grew up. Um, watching and what, supporting. What position did you play? So most of my life was spent at the striker position. Okay. Right. Uh, a couple of times right. I, I got pushed back a right. little bit, um, but most of my life, traditional number nine. Right. Um, so not the paciest of players, but uh, <laughs> positionally I, I know where to be and, and I can find the back of the net. Poacher. Um, yeah. yeah. So We need one uh, of those right now. We need a few for the, for the, for the club for yeah. your for you guys or for the club and, and club for our seven v seven team seven v seven I'm in <laughs> um, and, and so I I went and got my undergrad small school in uh, Wheeling West Virginia Wheeling Jesuit University got my undergrad in criminal justice so um, that's uh, it's the field that my dad is in uh, working for the government and. Uh, didn't necessarily, I thought I was going to go to law school and mm. ultimately taking a bunch of call and law classes just bore the heck out of me. <laughs> and, uh, my first job actually out of school was working at juvenile detention center with felons under the age wow. of 18, a little bit too serious. Yeah. Um, it was, it was fulfilling work, but ultimately decided to go get my master's degree in sports business. Did that. Uh, after graduation, I went and took an unpaid internship. So, you know, for me. I was blessed that my family was was able to allow uh, this grown man to crash at home. Uh, took an unpaid internship. I was a little bit naive, thinking that because I had a master's, I'd get the baller job of my dreams. That's yeah. not the case. Uh, back when internships were unpaid, uh, you know, putting in a lot of uh, free hours uh, with the Norfolk Admirals in minor league hockey. They were in American Hockey League at the time. Uh, so ultimately, like. I was hell bent on, on working in this industry, outworked everybody, made sure that I got a full-time position, spent four years with the club. Uh, I left there as their director of game operations and group sales manager, had the chance to break into your, your major, quote unquote, major uh, professional leagues with the NBA and WNBA uh, with the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury. Uh, from there, I got to uh, break into major league soccer. So it was my first leadership position. I, I launched the inside sales program with the Houston Dynamo, uh, spent four years with that club, leaving as their director of ticket sales uh, to for a really unique venture uh, with MGM Resorts International in Las Vegas, uh, being a part of the first year of the Las Vegas Aces uh, in the WNBA. Had never been to Vegas yeah. for, for a trip, had never visited <laughs> um, until my interview. And uh, surprising enough, we fell in love with it. We loved the area. But again, most important was the people mm -hmm. during that interview process uh, really spoke to me. So uh, that was a, an incredible opportunity. Left there to go back home. Uh, my wife and I had our first child we, uh, during the pandemic. We decided to go wow. back home, had the opportunity to lead a franchise as their CRO and president with the Norfolk Admirals, uh, really diving in and diversifying my my. 
um, my profession, where it had been previously uh, a little bit more focused on revenue. You know, I had the game operations background, but for the most part, for that eight years after that, was a little bit more keyed in on revenue. So my time in Norfolk gave me a little bit more hard nose on my resume, a little bit more diverse with the marketing, merchandise, food and beverage and all of it. Um, and so, you know, certainly when I saw this position and, and I had been with ta in talks with the club for really a long time. I mean, we're talking a year and a half, mm -hmm. you know, about different opportunities. And, how did, and uh, how did how did that start really? Like, did you see something out there? Did you meet somebody? Like, how did that all? Yeah, come out? You went yeah. to Indeed.com, and it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, you know, I I saw a position. So with with this, this was heavily marketed. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so for me, uh, I saw it, and uh, it it was you know a quote unquote no brainer for me. It yeah. it, it absolutely spoke to me. Yeah. Um, had friends that. Uh, reached out to me and was like, this has your name written all over it. Do you know um, how many people applied for this show? I don't. I, I know do. it was a few hundred. I, do. I know. I know how much it is. Yeah. What, what was they that number? Me. They told me. Uh, it was like over or either, I think it was like right at or over 800. Yeah. I know yeah. it was an impressive pool. Um, so, you know, hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, honestly, uh, for me, you, know, you can believe something's for you. Yeah, but right. uh, to actually get it and go through that process, it, it, it was special. So um, now I'm here and I'm excited because it brings me to a city that I wanted to be in. It brings me into the sport that that and I love sports like I'm a big NBA guy, too. I love hockey, you know, but this sport is different for me. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's it's special. Yeah. So how many rounds of interviews did you have to do? I mean, it, it, it's got to be at least five. Yeah, they were very thorough, yeah. which yeah. which makes it, you know, it proves a point that this is not just some position, like it's not a fan position. This, they thought a lot about this. It's going to be super important. So they spent a lot of time, like I said, so many people applied and then had to whittle that down. And, you know, with your background and everything, yeah, like, and then when we interviewed you, we were all, all three of us, uh, me, Jeremy, and, and Michael were like, we were blown away by your your kind of vision of what this was going to be. And we just really appreciated like how, and you know, one being involved in it and just how thorough they were being. And uh, yeah, Sinner, you had to interview, you know, five times, yeah. you know, this is this is an important role. Yeah, and it is. And it's, um, you know, there's, there's the opportunity that's thrilling and a little bit of the unknown too can be yeah. scary because oh, yeah. this isn't a position that this is, this is the first. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that, there's certainly a responsibility, but, uh, what, what I found is exciting was that this was a position that regardless of who was going to take it, was going to carve it out as their own mm -hmm. based on their own experiences and personality. Yeah. So for me, that was exciting because I got to, to turn this into something that maybe it wasn't going to be given my experience. Um, so, you know, and, and I think it's important to note that this wasn't the club seeking a fan. Like, right, right. There's, uh, we, I've no, we we have a pretty rabid fan base already without having hit the pitch. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> there there's there's plenty of you out there. Yes. Uh, they didn't need. They're not paying somebody to be <laughs> a rah rah uh, cheerleader. Rah, rah, cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I want to get paid to be a rowdy supporter. Look, can I, my, can I my job that? would be a whole lot easier <laughs> if it was like, hey, Sean, just show up in the supporter section, have yeah, some yeah. beers, and have a blast. Like, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is absolutely work, right? And so this, regardless of of who it was going to be. 
this position required somebody with experience in this industry, specifically soccer, a combination of passion, because look, it's a lot of hours. So if, if yep. you're not excited about this and passionate about it, right. it's going to be tough. So yeah. yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of work. It wasn't a paid uh, position of a fan. This isn't me as the fan. This is me acting on behalf of the fans. It's almost like I've got two bosses, <laughs> you guys and the boss. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so to that, like, Tell me a little bit about your day to day, for example, like how much work goes in, like what time did you start work today? And like, you know, it's no, seven. It's, it's totally 10 a.m. right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what time it is. <laughs> We're having breakfast, right? So for example, you know, like maybe you can't say everything that you did, but give us an example of like how your day has been. Like, when do you start? When do you, do you ever get off work? Like yeah. technically? Um, technically, no. My, my, my <laughs> wife would, would, would like uh, me to stay off my phone just a little bit. So if, sure. uh, if you're not getting replies back on social media in the evening, just know that I, I do have a, a wife and child. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, my, my days are different. That's the beauty about this position. Yeah. So you know, every day is going to be a little bit different, but, when you don't see me on TV, media, podcasts, uh, social media, then then there's there's not that that's not work, but there's actual work. So you know, I, I'm in meetings. I'm in meetings that that uh, may not be that sexy. We're talking numbers and analytics, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking. I'm, I'm meeting with our business intelligence team. I, I'm getting data uh, from uh, all different sorts of sources so that I can take that data and make informed decisions. Uh, meeting with our marketing heads, meeting with our uh, communications, event planning, you name it. And so you know, that's that's the nitty gritty stuff. Right. So, you know, it's it's um, it's definitely a lot of work. You know, I, I may be in the office at 830 a.m. and then be out at, you know, 730, 730 a.m. for a podcast <laughs> and and get home at 10. But, right. you know, that's part of the gig. And you're never really off the clock. And, and that just goes for working in sports regardless or, yeah. or really anything. If you want to be great at it, it's, it's kind of tough right. to, to take your mind off of it. But, yep. uh, yeah. So it sounds like you're already starting to get a lot of the work done. You've been here for, what, almost a week? A I week. Think it was a week yeah. from now today, right? Yep. A yep. uh, week yesterday. A week yeah. yesterday. Sorry. My weeks are a blur at this yeah. point. So, um, so like why do you feel like this role is so essential to the success for charlotte fc so like sounds like you're doing a lot of outreach with the fans already i know you've you've connected with us and supporter groups and you're at the event at protagonists and already doing work and connecting with fans but truly like why do you feel like this was a need for from the business perspective of charlotte fc but also from the fan perspective of charlotte fc yeah there's there's a lot that takes place in a club right like i, I don't have to inform you on that like you guys know there's a lot that needs to happen in every piece of the business so it's not necessarily that clubs don't care about fans when they make decisions. It's just really easy in the mass amount of work that has to take place to forget about some of those little things, sure, uh, sure. To, to be detached from it. Yep. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good word. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a business. It's I mean, a it's, business. Yeah. And again, it's not that fans don't matter. It's just it's easy to detach yourself from that. Yep. And so if you don't have somebody that is in there with the singular focus of fans. And it's easy, again, it's not that teams don't care. They, they invest tons and tons of money on technology mm -hmm. to secure data and understand what fans are thinking and saying. And that stuff is absolutely important, but it there's more that needs to happen and nothing sure. beats real communication and sitting down and understanding yeah. and having conversations because all of it is nuanced. And so 
I take that. My role is to take that and sit in every single meeting and say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. Hey, did you think about this? Hey, honestly, like we should think that, hey, don't do that because this is this is the potential blowback or, hey, here's a really great idea. And so it's my job to make sure that that is always front and center. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess on that point, so like, even though you're a weekend role, like what's been like super important data for you so far, if, if you can share with what that is. So like, I know marketing's important, fan sentiment is important, all those different things, right? But truly speaking, like what is gonna be like your go-to analytical data or like your, like your most important barometer right now from a fan perspective, so. Yeah, so yeah, we, talk, we talk about how unique this sport is in terms of fan experience. And, and front and center, it's, it's all about that, the fans. And so fans ultimately drive that experience in soccer because uh, if you've got an empty building, like, we're not piping in music. Right. And so ultimately that experience is dead. Yeah. And so right now that that important piece is is twofold. So we're, we're specifically talking about data. So the data that I'm looking at is, you know, what are people saying and what's their objection to jumping on board and supporting this club in, in any number of ways? So taking that understanding now, how do we handle those objections? What can we change? Is there anything that we can do differently? Um, is it the way we package our messaging? Is it is it the product? Is there things that need to change? Yeah. Um, so that's really the d the data that I'm diving into. Are you a one note guy, or do you like pen and paper? So I'm a pen. And, I'm okay. a pen and paper. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a really hard hitting question. No, 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 that's good. I literally made the comment. I forget what meeting I was in, but everybody had their laptops, and I was the yeah. only one in there with a pen and pad and a notebook. So. I'm a uh, I'm a panda planner guy. I know that sounds really silly. What? Just, I know, I know. But if you look it up like online, a, is yeah. that a trapper keeper? What, what the hell <laughs> no, 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 right. It's a. Uh, it's my man. It's like my live journal. But no, I'm just. It's a. Uh, it, no, like a love. It, it, panda planner. It's like this like. It's a note planner, but you can actually like scan it with your phone and it goes into OneNote too if you want and all that stuff like what? that. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. I'm old, Panda man. I, I'm I'm pen and paper all yeah. day. Yeah. So Panda Planner, if you wanna if you wanna sponsor us, here's your chance. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> they're, they're definitely listening to the podcast. We've got twenty four hours. So. Twenty four hours. Or I'm I'm throwing your product in the trash. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry, totally derailed this. Oh, no, that's good. Um uh, what, so how was the event on Thursday or uh, at Protagonist? How, it, what did you think? It was awesome. Um, for me, that's the stuff that's important, right? Like, yeah. I love to hear from you fans. Hit me up on social, email me, message, text, all that good stuff. But the best way that I can hear feedback and, and start to learn about our fan base is at our events and meeting people in person because that allows me to have real conversations. So that was the best part about that event. You know, coming away with with the three points was nice, mm -hmm. um, but getting to meet and talk with yeah. fans that that's that's and I, and it was fun because there was real dialogue happening. So mm. you know, besides some of the meet and greet stuff and and, yeah. and surface level conversations, but uh, me and some of the supporters were already like talking specifics. All right, here's nice. here's let's bounce ideas off that's of each cool. other. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of the things I think that we lost last year was those interactions with each other. Um, so we're building that back. So I think it's important for us and you to have those conversations again yep. to get ideas going and just get a, you know, Twitter is one thing. Twitter's not a real place. Yeah, it's not. Um, but it's, so it's good to like get together and like actually talk about soccer and come up with a plan and get excited. That's the thing that I'm hoping that we can build more of going forward is that, that excitement. Cause we, you know, the wind kind of got taken out of our sails last year pushing things back and with the pandemic 
So it's good that you're that you're here and that maybe you can re-energize some folks and they can see you as that focal point for that. So I'm excited that you're here and, and you have this role. So yeah, and I've and I've seen that. I've seen already. It, it seems like there is like a breath of life because all of a sudden there's a ton of ideas. And, and I know, like we've all we we scheduled our our recurring meeting already to yep. make sure that we have that one. It's on a calendar. Like we're doing we're doing it. Right. Uh, we need to make sure that we're consistent and that there is communication obviously between club and supporters but uh, maybe more critically is supporter to supporter in and that is happening and that we start right. pushing one another to to do these things but you know first and foremost like we've got that scheduled yep. and we've got walkthroughs of the stadium now and, and we're working and talking to one another thank you for that it, i think it, i think that's the first step is really to get us all on the same page and that's super important for us to kind of as supporters to be aligned on what that game day experience is going to be because you like you mentioned in other interviews and other other like conversations we've had is like you really want that game day experience to be organic and the way it's going to come to life is those supporters owning that process and yep. not like you or the the team coming out and saying you've got to do this you're going to get hyped to this song right that that kind of thing so i think it's that's the first step is really getting that consistency and getting it on the calendar and like truth be told is having you know accountability as supporters to kind of own that own that process yeah um, from your experience with working for other teams, maybe you don't have to go into detail specifically, but have you seen anything from Houston or any other teams where the team didn't listen to fans and it didn't go well or the vice versa? Like they did listen to fans. Do you have anything specifically that you can pull from? I mean, um, it, it's, it's typically like a, a slow deterioration. Mm, okay. So it's it's typically not something that happens right away where you yeah. see the effect of it. Mm. But look, you can look across sports and, and see yeah. clubs that are taking steps backwards. And it's usually not like a free fall. It's usually a slow decline. And that decline happens for a lot of reasons. There, there's typically not one. But, yeah. you know, the best fan bases are there whether or not the team's winning on the pitch. Yep. So if they're yep. not, that usually tells me that there's other things. It's an easy answer to point to wins and losses. Like sure, that's that's sure. the that's the one piece that's really hard to control. Mm -hmm. But if the fans aren't there, there's other reasons. And so I, I think it's just a slow decline that you see it from small thing from the smallest of things. Right. Um, so I, you know, do you think, do you think that's communication between the team and part of it? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, that it, it always stems with communication. So, um, and it's two things and I, I don't want to say that people don't care or aren't passionate because you, you have to, to work in this industry, sure. but it takes a special type of person to just be in it every single day and push people to do better. And if you're not having those conversations with the fans, it's really hard to do that. And it's easy to not see what's going on and just do that mundane every single day. And then before you know it, you look back and like your clubs in shambles. Right. So yeah. I, I think you've seen that even, I don't, I don't want to name names, but like teams here locally where like you see like if the, the ownership and the supporters or the fans aren't aligned on different things. Like right. It That's deteriorates very, yeah, that. Very good point. Right. That support. And it's group, not one thing, right? right? It's Correct. it looks things happen. I mentioned this over and over. Like we're not always going to do things that you guys want. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm sure there'll, there'll always be missteps along the way to success. Sure. Learning from them, listening to you guys, making sure that we improve. Those are the things that allow us to, to move forward. 
So that just has to happen. Like we've got to talk about these things. So yeah. Why don't we take a little bit of break? And when we come back, we have some more questions from fans and we'll get back into it. Sounds great. All right. Hey, Matt. Is it commercial, Tom? <laughs> you know that music and that sound. You know it's got to be. It's got to be commercial time. So that's exactly right. So right. Where, where are we at tonight? We're at Salute, baby. It is It is our go-to spot for podcasts right now. So If you couldn't tell what the background noise. <laughs> Glasses falling, you know, EDM festival music playing right yeah, now. What is but going on I, in I here? I don't know. It, like Tuesday nights? Like, yeah. you, you pick some of the like, craziest nights to be at Salute. <laughs> Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> hey, it's, it's a good problem to have for my business. Well, we don't have so. a Magic the Gathering tournament we, we going on this time. You know what? We have the person next to us has left, so that's probably a good. That's a good sign. We ran them off. We ran them <laughs> off. Well, so uh, we we just want to give a quick shout out again to uh, Salude for hosting us. Jason is such a gracious guest. Yeah, he's, comes, he's like, great. Yeah, he comes over here, says hello to each of our guests, make sure that like the food and the beers are are here to help support us, make sure that we're having a good time. And um, I, I just want to shout out like um, real quick before I, we go into our drinks, but I don't know if you, if you follow them on social media, make sure you do, but they just made an announcement, I think either earlier today or yesterday, they're bringing breakfast back. So I don't know about you guys, I came here pre-COVID and had breakfast here, breakfast tacos. It's amazing. Ooh, so nice. okay. they're bringing that back, I want to say like next week. Um, and they're having uh, uh, the Latin Noche night here again, here pretty soon. So make sure you check them out on social. And if you want to learn how to salsa dance, mm, come up okay. here and uh, learn how to do it. So, but on that note, as Corey's eyeing me saying, like he definitely wants to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna hand over to you, Swift. So what, like, what did you have to drink tonight? I had the, the Cutlass. Nice. What'd you think of it? It was really good. So, you know, everybody's probably wondering, Matt, why not the Una Fria? Especially when we have someone who's from Italy here tonight, I know. right? Oh, yeah. uh, I was looking forward to having that, but they uh, they didn't have it tonight. So Jason was saying it rotates from time to time, but mm-hmm. I'll say I also had the Cutlass as well. It's, uh, it's good, man. It's a good Pilsner. Like, it's good. The yeah. can's really sweet. It has Andre 3000 driving a Cutlass. So, I mean, it's, um, it's a pretty sweet little car. and. Uh, it's a great little pilsner, just in case you haven't tried it. I did try a sour earlier. I was gonna say, when you talk about the the, <laughs> it looked delicious, but it also looked <laughs> dangerous. Is the best word I could it think of. It looked like for frothy it. orange juice. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. it was frothy orange, frothy juice. orange juice, but with with alcohol. So it's like a mimosa. <laughs> so, but, but better. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. Yeah. It didn't look good. I mean, I'll ask me tomorrow how I feel. I'll okay, you know. great. <laughs> so, how, how about you, Corey? What'd you have? Tonight? I kept it very simple tonight, uh, and went with the Del Patio. That's nice. what it's called, I believe. It's the, it's the house lager. Sometimes I, I usually go for all the hoppy stuff and the and the and the funky taste, but uh, tonight I was like, let's just keep it let's keep it nice and simple. Well. As always, Salud's an amazing host. Great pizza, great beer, yes. great wings. Um, I know I, I had the the sausage pizza here, the Spotty Audio Dopalicious, which is really good. Um, we, sh- we really should just do a live taping here because it's pretty much loud no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and we just pack this place out with, you know, people that yeah. want to come out. It'll be great. We should yeah. do a live show. Yeah. There you go. For warning, we're going to do a live show upstairs. <laughs> so. <laughs> But on that note, we're going to get back to Sean. And uh, thanks again, Jason. Salute for hosting us. But uh, we'll be right back. Are we going to cue the commercial music now? Do-do-do.
Hey, Matt. Hey, David. <laughs> Welcome back. We are back. We are back. And thanks again for that uh, wonderful ad placement by our free sponsor, Salud. Uh, That's right. You know, we just like to plug them as, as it's a great place to hang out. And um, the beer is great. That's right. So we are going to now transition to the the fan question part of our, our podcast, Sean, if that's cool with you. It's my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. So we, we got we, we put it on Twitter. We put it on our Slack, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever you want to put out there. I don't yeah. know if Swift's on TikTok or not, but absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, but we, we asked the fans some questions. And so we'll kind of transition to here. And I'll, I'll let, Matt, I'll let you read the first one here. So. Yeah. So this first one is from Russell Varner, a.k.a. Rusty. Rusty. Yeah, there you go. Um, he wants to know. Now that you've had a chance to meet some of the supporter groups and fans, what do you think is your biggest challenge? Organizing everybody. Herding cats? Herding cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about this, Matt. Like, we've got five months, and that time yeah. is ticking. Yeah. So the biggest challenge is, is getting everybody um, organized so we can start work. You know, and, and it's... It is my job, but it isn't like this supporters groups aren't while you guys are an extension of the club, this, this success of this fan experience is, is, is on you guys. And so now it's helping and being a support. And so, um, my biggest fear, and I haven't seen this quite yet, but is that everybody is waiting for everything Mm -hmm. when we have some work to do, you know? And, And so. Um, you must be reading got, my diaries. That's exactly. <laughs> it's actually because you're on a live journal and MySpace. You're Can posting you your thoughts. That's that's it's MySpace. All right, great. I did. I did. I'm dating myself again here. It's fine. Oh my fine. god! All right. But yeah, no, that's that's, nope. that's yeah, that's that's, that's the that's the biggest fear. And so yeah. for now, it's it's getting up and running and, yeah. and making sure everybody also feels that same sense of urgency and starts right. moving a little bit. Oh. Um, Part of that is, you know, getting meetings on the calendar, right? Getting everybody together again, like hurting that, hurting yep. cats. But yeah, we said that, I think we said this last podcast, like I was We've kind said of, this for the past year, I think. Yeah, I was like, we yeah. as fans have to start being fans at some, some point. We can't, you know, again, I think some of us is the fatigue from last year, but we've got to get going. We've got to get excited about what's going on. And we can't just always rely on the, the team to say, here, here's some exciting news. We have to just like make our own news sometimes Absolutely. and like do things in the community, plan events ourselves and get going because we're we're almost there. And that's where we, again, we, we will help in any and every capacity that we can. We also, it's a two-way street. I, like we need you guys to come 50% of the way as well. And right. so like plan some events. We will be there. Tell us how we can support, yep. you know, some of the, the been a lot of new clubs coming into this into this league and a lot of them have done really really nice things to start but their supporters have been practicing for a year two years plus mm-hmm. and so that yep. you know that great experience in those supporters groups that we see and we love and we, we aspire to be that just didn't happen overnight and mm-hmm. so that's where we we want to make sure we're we're representing charlotte and the carolinas really well yeah it's like that reminds me of austin i feel like i, I followed austin on like Instagram and Twitter for like a year and a half. Right. And their supporters were just every time just doing like chants and drums and always had like something going on. Always something going yeah. on just to yeah. practice and build that culture. And now everyone loves what Austin's doing in their stadium week in and week out because they're not, unique. Not good on the field, but good in well, the, good know, in the stands. That, yeah. But if you want to listen to that last episode, I'm just <laughs> so um but yeah, their field is kinda messed up sometimes whenever they do play. But. Oh yeah, when they play, yeah. Grass, it's yeah. fine. All right. It's fine. You want to do the 
Next Man, question, I'm David. dreading this question so I am bad. so pumped. I hope. Go ahead. All right. Give, so it, this, give it a whirl. So for those who don't know, I, I, I mispronounce again, words all the time, but it's fine. So this is from Jay. So one of our founders and um, board members from Met City Collective. So he asks, ah, all right. So aside from what they do at Lazio, what are some in-stadium logistics that you would like to see in Charlotte? Okay. And you can correct so, me if you so, need me to. So hold on. <laughs> I was hoping that he would mispronounce this so bad. Absolutely butchered. Uh, so oh I, my I God. told him I would not tell him the name of Sean's favorite team. But, Sean, I'll let you correct oh, David. I'm sorry in advance. Oh, I'm sorry. So aside from what Lazio. Oh, my God. I'm so off. The first team of Rome does. So. I hate you, Matt Swift, so much. I love it. For for me, I mean, it, it, does he want it? I guess part of this question is like understand understand a little bit. Like, is it is it logistics or is it things that we aspire to do as supporters? I think it's like uh, yeah. some of the stadium yeah. logistics. So you know. at Lazio. So one one of the things that that I, I've I don't said know if got that right either. I've said with with a few of you and especially the leaders of each supporter group is I want us to think outside the box mm. and I and and one of the the frustrations and, and challenges in this league with supporters and again there are some great supporters groups, but I tend to see a lot of the same things taking place and so it, it looks like we're all watching MLS clubs and drawing from those clubs like as our inspiration. Whether it's chance, yeah. cut and paste, change the word. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to say specific clubs, but it, it's the same thing. You guys know them. You cut and paste. You change your name. The it's ole, a ole, ole, ole. Dale, dale, dale. And that goes for, for TIFOs as well. And so you know, what I refer to, what you guys call TIFOs, I, I always refer to as choreography. Oh, okay. And so, you know, the choreo that takes place around the world, it's different. It's not always. And so when we think TIFOs, we think a, a big banner that goes up. Yep. Paint it however you want. It could be incredible artwork. It can be unique. It can be fun. But typically what you see in Major League Soccer is, is you know, a singular banner that goes up and boom. When I think choreo, and this is where I want us as a supporters group to think outside of the box is is true choreography so if you do that banner and, and i'll say portland's one of those teams that does a really nice job yeah. of incorporating things like stunt cards mm -hmm. plus some of those traditional pull-up tifos and so yeah I've, I've used lazio as some examples because their supporters uh, in every club and culture is different but they'll do some of those pull-ups very rarely they're big on 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 using things like lights hmm. unified uh, to create an image stunt cards are a big one and so I want us to look at other clubs and draw an inspiration and it doesn't always even have to be soccer like looking at different sports and finding what it is we want to do that's going to make us different but more importantly unique to this area and so you know those are some of the things that I hope to see different chance don't lean on what other clubs are doing look yeah. it's it's like there's this for whatever reason is we're drawing on this just limited bank of ideas yeah when 
there are infinite, countless numbers of songs throughout the history of mankind. <laughs> You're speaking can, Jay's language. Like, yeah, that, no, we yeah. can turn into our own unique chants. Right. So that is that is going to be my challenge to you guys. Yeah. Um, to please, dear God, come up with something <laughs> a little bit different and outside of the box. Yeah, Jay, Jay, who asked the question, he's a he's a big chant person. Mm -hmm. he, he comes up with some pretty amazing yeah. stuff. Also, too, he probably want me to ask you how much smoke. Can we have? He wants all the smoke in if the we stadium. Can get all the smoke, just so and or so, whatever. They, so if the answer we, is zero. He's probably going to do it anyway. So, 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 I, so I know we're good with smoke. Yeah. Um, it, he wants it, flares. It he flares just wants everything. That you know, um, unlike some other countries, we do have rules and regulations, uh, safety. So we, we want we want a fun and incredible fan experience, and part of that is making sure that everybody feels safe. You know. Um, <laughs> I always joke. It's not like you know, we're the, landing a plane. The, like. the, the Derby de la Capitale, the the, der, the Rome Derby. I always joke that it's it's not a derby unless there's a stabbing. Oh we God, don't yeah. want that. We right. don't want no, that. We, we want not. all of our fans to feel welcome and safe. Right. So we've got to work together within those guidelines to make sure that there's a balance of fun. Um, but, you know, families can, can join <laughs> us as well. He is, he's he's going to be a wild card. Yeah. He loves smoke. He's going to be the one on the on, – he's, yeah, he's – but yeah, no, he. Uh, I'm, I, I think what he's meaning by the by the question too is, how can we work with you to get some of this logistics going? I know there's some meetings happening too, um, but for other supporter groups and just fans in general that want to get in on that, um, I guess they can reach out to you and start need to start having those conversations now though. Yes, right? we have we have to have those conversations now. And, and and I've had questions from fans that have asked how can they get involved and how can they become supporters? Yeah. So so I've shared that information right. with them. Yeah. Uh, encourage them to obviously connect with you guys, to connect with all of our different supporters groups, but we've got meetings on the book as far as stadium walkthroughs, logistics, and and now it's coordinating because we've got these calls now regularly. So I'm going to be challenging you guys to make sure that those aren't the only times that you guys are, are coming together across yep. uh, groups yep. and, and communicating that we've got to run some practices. And look, yep. uh, Bank of America Stadium is a is a is a shared stadium. It's 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 not just for Charlotte FC. We, yep. There's there's another team that <laughs> sure. plays there that we are in we season. Nah, we don't down. care so, about the other team. Uh, <laughs> as much as I I'd love to take the keys to that building, open it up, let yep. everybody in, and, and start practicing. That's just not the reality. So that's where I'm going to challenge all of you mm. as supporters to start playing some of that. And look, obviously, let me know. I'd love to be out there. But yeah, we we, we definitely got some work to do. Yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of opportunity. We go to independence matches. We can go to stump town sure. matches, Appalachian, Appalachian, not Appalachian, Appalachian, yeah, Appalachian. That's right. yeah. Well, that's right. And we've yeah. got Mextor yeah. coming up. Mextor, so yeah, exactly. a big opportunity right. for us to uh, see and feel what this game looks like yep. in our stadium, and yep. certainly as supporters to come out and practice. Yeah. Yes. And come together and meet each other. A great, great opportunity for you guys to meet all of your members, meet other supporters groups, but. Uh, Look, it's uh, I'll certainly welcome um, mistakes and and not the best of chance in that match, so that we're prepared for for yeah. the most That's important what one of all. Is for, right? So absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, before you ask the next question, yeah. um, have you had a chance to look at all the new renovations at the stadium? I have. Yeah. So I, I had a chance to tour the stadium uh, before I started, and uh, pretty excited to to see that again. It goes back to to the level of investment mm -hmm. that this yep. organization has made into the club. 
and, and I, ho I really hope you guys feel that and see it because that doesn't happen, right? This, this could have just been, hey, we've got a club here. They're coming in. They're playing. That's that. Yep. But significant investments were made mm -hmm. to to turn this into a soccer stadium. They could have easily made it New England or right. Chicago Fire and just been like, we're going to change the tarp on the game day and that's it, right? Anything that you've seen that you're like, oh, shoot, that's that's pretty that's pretty sweet. I mean, the supporters bar is going to be pretty pretty yes. incredible. Yeah, I want to get down in that vault that's in the the walk the middle Speak walkout. Speak into existence, Matt. Yeah, so it's Nick or whoever, like, I, I want to spot <laughs> at the bar, like, I, just, I should just be a member. I don't know what, what needs to happen, but yeah. Give it a lot that, of these conversations. <laughs> to me, that, that was pretty like, I'm like, oh man, so you can literally like have a drink, hang out, and like literally watch, watch players, players yeah. come yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, out of the middle, not out of the, the ends where, you know, the Panthers come out and stuff. But, but you've seen the supporters. I have not seen anything for the supporters. Is there a lot bar. of taps in there? We're, it's, it, it is a work in progress. Okay, so cool. uh, I'm excited to obviously see it complete. I think that's that's the piece that I'm most excited for. Okay. Um, so I, I think that, uh, and obviously to you guys, yeah, like that's, I imagine that's where we're going to be spending most of our time. I will be spending a lot of time there. Yeah. You want to ask the next question? So I'm going to ask this next question so that way it takes Matt out of the equation because this was totally not a Matt Swift question. Um, it was from an anonymous, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. It was from Thomas, uh, the director of scouting. Yeah. Um, so it's one of Matt Swift's biggest fans. Um, and so he says that Matt Swift is a national treasure and how excited are you that he gets to announce the first pick of the super draft and, or the expansion draft. So I, I can hear, you're hearing it word of mouth from Thomas. I, I right can't here, believe so. he put that question in. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Thomas, thank you for, for doing that. As you can tell, Sean is just speechless right He's now because like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Absolutely speechless. Speechless. So, so there, we have an ongoing joke okay. that I'm going to get to announce the number one draft pick at the expansion draft or super draft. So Thomas and I have been going back and forth. I there. thought I thought you were just breaking news right now. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Matt wishes this, it was breaking news. Is this but. real? Yeah, I mean, I remember. I, sorry that I, I broke the here anonymous, an, yeah. anonymous here. Thomas you, did Thomas, say but. he was going to pick me up in a helicopter, <laughs> and and then it turned into a scooter. As I was gonna say, your favorite thing, the yeah. lime scooters. It's so fun. we've been going back and forth about about that. But so for so the, to confirm, Matt will not be announcing the first <laughs> oh, pitcher oh, chosen man. in the super draft for Charlotte get, FC. I tried to get Bobby to do it. <laughs> like he tried to get Nick, Bobby. Yeah. He, he even tried to bribe Brant and Rebecca on yeah. here to try there to go. do it. Yeah. But, so far, uh, he's, he's like zero for four. So, have have you guys? <laughs> yeah, have you guys had any talks about like what that's going to look like? Any logistics? Anything special that you can that you can say about? Not the, anything specific. No. Um, besides me being. Besides there. you being the one that announces. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, nothing specific okay. at this point. Yep. Nice. Uh, we were actually talking before this episode. I didn't realize in two thousand four they actually held the. Expansion draft here. Yeah, that's crazy. In Charlotte I had at the no convention idea. center. And that was the one that Freddie Odu got drafted at, number one. And then Clint Dempsey got drafted number eight here in Charlotte. And Did then anybody Michael Bradley in the fourth round. It, I had no idea. Yeah. No, I don't think Are anyone. Are you sure you're knew. not making that up? I, it's on Wikipedia, and everyone knows the internet doesn't <laughs> never tells a lie. So. Why would they do it here, though? That makes no, no sense. Idea. I don't know. Did anybody, like. Maybe it was the old Charlotte, the MLS group that was trying to get them here or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um, anybody out here that hears this. Yeah. Let know. us know if you went or know about this <laughs> or at all. Because I did not know that at all. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. I will ask a legitimate question this time. Um, so this is from Adam Nickel. Um, so he asked, I've seen a lot of inquiries about the merch and its qualities, design, etc. Um, will there be updated merch? Now, I know you don't have a lot of say in that. Yep. But is there room for like supporter fan collaboration? Like what do you, what do you see or how do you see the merch? Yeah, so look, you, I want cool merch as much as anybody. Uh, and, and I know our team is working really, really hard yep. on that side of things. The, the challenge is a global challenge and, yep. and that's what COVID's done to the supply chain. And, and so obviously yeah. it's, you know, there's, there's a challenge out there that we understand and, you know, we're working feverishly uh, to make sure that we've got some really cool merch. And I can promise you that that is 100% um, something that has, has been noted by our club and, and everybody's working on. So, you know, we're, we're excited to, to see all of that come in and share that with you guys. But, you know, that's something that, that is a little bit out of our control, sure. but we recognize it. And, and again, like I've had those conversations myself um, because yeah. I want some cool stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's there's doors um, and, and we're exploring all the options to make sure that we've got stuff. And I'll even say like the team has done a good job like here and there with like like the, the no foops given like shirt, yeah. right? Like things like that are spontaneous to be able to do that. They did the coins like this time mm -hmm. last year with like the, giving those out to like random fans, those kind of things. So like there's that. a so, new coin for season tickets. Yeah, exclusive so to season ticket members. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't know if, yeah. it, so breaking news today, I don't know if anyone like, you know, have the, the blip going across the screen here, but um, <laughs> Matt's giving me the eye, I know. Um, but like a lot of fans received their invoice for season ticket mm -hmm. members. And part of that season ticket members was that you get a inaugural gift, right? And you get like a pennant, a scarf, um, a koozie and a coin. It right. looks pretty cool. Like right, it, it looks, it looks different from the other ones that they had before, and it's, it's there. So make sure you check your emails if you're a season ticket member to get, to get the information on that. So that leads me to another question. So one of the things that we probably want to think about is, from a fan perspective, certain games we we might want to have a certain scarf or a certain shirt or cards or whatever the case is. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that is that type? Are those the types of conversations that you're going to be having with? with the team, like pulling from maybe your own personal ideas or like, what, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are conversations that we're having now because as you can imagine, like that's not a, that's not something that typically happens in such a short turnaround. So sure. it's not like, exactly. Hey, we've got a yeah. game this Saturday. We're four days out. Here's a really cool idea. To the process. We want to develop scarves. Right. We're talking about challenges with supply chains, yeah. you know, months out. So yeah, uh, yeah those are conversations. I, I, I certainly welcome ideas um uh, on what people want to see and, and there's certainly a lot of creative things that, that i've seen and done in the past but um i am I'm, I'm hoping that we get to a point where we can start um having some of those specific game yeah. conversations but i think i think like we're all just excited for the season period yeah and so our most important piece is, is always going to be supporters and 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 our season ticket members. And there's other ways there's other ways for fans to get involved. And so we want to make sure each group, whether you're a community captain, whether you are a supporter, a season ticket member, a fan, like we will have other ways to come to games. That there's something unique for each one of those. So you mentioned like that merch piece that that we dropped today, exclusive for season ticket members. Yeah. You know, and so we're we're going to come up with stuff that's unique for them. 
you know, and we'll certainly find things for that unique game by game, yeah. you know, experience, but we'll see what that looks like. Yeah, I think that's one thing that people don't quite understand is that you can't just snap your fingers and like, yeah, we got our printer right over here. He's ready to go yeah. like today. <laughs> and, you know, that's just like the, the, the kits. I'm sure you've been asked about that plenty of times already. And like, typically kits don't get launched till the end of the year anyway, right. because that's just how it works. And then with things going on, it, it might be December. Yep. And COVID also too, and those yeah. decisions have already been made. Have already been made. Years. Years in before. advance. So what right. you're saying is the, when the kits come out, it's all Sean's decision. And exactly. so people can tag him and say, like, yeah, if you, you know, don't like it, just, Sean is the, no. yeah, yeah. And, no, Matt, that's a great point. Like, Kits have already been established. <laughs> yeah. Those those are years in advance. Right. Right. So like, yeah, probably the kits that you'll see next year. Those are have already been established. And so, yeah, uh, yeah that's all part of it. And I think that's important for people to know because part of it's educating. Like they, yeah. they don't necessarily understand. We're not. We don't have a, a, a printing press in, in, <laughs> in our in our offices. Right. You're not gonna be minting coins back there in the back, You're fresh not. every single day. I guess we're talking about this because there is this real thing about you know urgency. Like we are five months out, so if we do want to, if 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 anybody out there has an idea about a tifo or a shirt or a scarf, you gotta say it now because we've got to get this in line for months down the road because it, it's not gonna take days or a week to get it done. It's gonna take months, so yep. we all need to like get going. Yeah. And that's part of it is, is again, welcome all the feedback, but knowing and understanding that that feedback doesn't equal immediate action and results. So we take that, we compile yeah. it, and then we, we have educated conversations with a lot of really, really smart people, people that are smarter than, than I am. And, and then we have to plan it out. And so, um, yeah, provide that feedback now so that we have leeway and time to execute. I will say this, Vaughn, one of our members, and he's also a QC World member, so he, yeah. he has dual citizenship of support groups. Right. But uh, he actually sent me an idea, one of the ideas he wants to do, like game day, and hopefully Vaughn, like he wanted me to share this idea anyways, but if there's a way to get like, you know how like Atlanta like hits the spike at, right. the, at during the game, Portland Timber, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. cuts a tree, yeah, like yeah, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Like if there's a way that we can lean into the minted part of it, and have some the kind of like press, a printing coin. press or okay. a coin that gets minted after every goal, after ga every yeah, game we, that we win. Yeah, I think we've talked about like, that in, in and Slack it's not quite saying a bit. Every coin gets like every fan gets a coin, but have like some, like mm -hmm. it'll be crazy. Cool. But so Nashville like, has this thing where they they create the record. record. Yeah, the the press could be time of goal, right? Whatever match, man of match date, thing, whatever um, it is. Yeah, like when you put the press down, steam comes up, and like Ted DiBiase's. Uh, so what you're telling me is Matt Swift wants to be the first one to mint the coin is what he wants. What I'm to trying say. to say is don't ever listen to any idea ever. <laughs> no, th those, those are those are good ideas, um, and, and those are th that's a specific example of stuff that I, that that's what I want to hear. Yeah, um, that's the stuff that I eat up. I love that, and, yeah. and we've had conversations internally. Um, but again, I I don't want to just hand every look. There's going to be some things obviously that sure. we just we have to have to do yeah um, but these are the these are the conversations we are having now right so getting some of those ideas helps me know right. what what direction yeah. we want to move as a club um so that i can share that do you want a quick pull like plug for fans just in case they have ideas they want to let you know like where can they reach out let you know just in case yeah absolutely <laughs> uh so what one of the 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 million ways that you can reach out to me uh one is by email so chief fan officer at charlotte football club 
www.charlottefc.com. Uh, I am on social media at charlottefc underscore CFO. Um, those are those are the are best you on, two. Uh, TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> Man. Um, yet we'll see what yeah. the club has has in store. Please don't do that. Please um, don't do that. I don't. I feel bad if you have to get on yeah. TikTok yeah. and do that. Yeah. Uh, those two are, are, are the easiest ways, but then uh, stay glued to, to Charlotte FC social handles as well, and, and I'm going to be at, at almost every event. So, again, I mentioned it early on in the pod. Like That's my favorite way to communicate yeah. um, is in person. Nice. I'm sure you get hundreds of emails a day, so fans, just in case. I, Sean's not going to say this, but I'll say this, that I'm sure if he doesn't respond right away, he's got it. But just in case. Promise if I don't like your tweet. <laughs> it's not that I don't care. <laughs> How dare you not retweet me, man? My ideas. That was straight, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so I, I got about four questions about the reality show. Um, I know that was kind of set before you got here. I, I want to I make sure here that we make sure we give all the right details because there's some like oh is this how you're gonna select your whole entire team like no we already have seven players and it's one position so you want to give everybody a little more detail about that and just your own thoughts on like what you, what you think about it yeah I, th- I think the 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 club has been pretty clear that there's there's never going to be any intention to waste a roster spot right and, and i see this as absolutely a positive for 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 a lot of areas like one it's a positive for the club um most importantly it's a positive for charlotte and the carolinas because we have an opportunity to be on the global map and so for us when you think about that opportunity that is nothing but positive and can only lead to good things but yeah i want to make it clear this is this isn't this isn't a gimmick to waste a roster spot like I, I'm not going to be out there oh, trying man. out for this club. We, we got a false nine here. We've got two stoppers who are way past their prime. Corey, I don't the know fact if you that played, you said stopper pretty yeah. much says how I, I old we are. <laughs> yeah. So so <laughs> keep in mind these are these are these are going to be um, very very talented players. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think um, I would I would urge everybody to to change the lens in which they're looking at this because this is positive for the city clubs supporters um, when there's a spotlight on yeah. that's that's a good thing yeah. I, th- I think people <clears throat> saw a reality show and they're thinking the bachelor the back i'm gonna tell Survivor. you i hate those shows my wife watches them and i i absolutely cannot stand them i don't want us to be uh, a laughing stock in a circus but like to me i thought this was a really cool neat idea i love the all or nothing series um I kind of I kind of thought of it like that instead of the bachelor piece, but I think the way like it kind of came across was reality show, and when you think reality show, you think Survivor, well, The Bachelor. I don't know about you, but I really wanted to see Nick Kelly walk up to these players and say such like Messi, do you accept <laughs> this rose for Charles FC, huh. and then see if he accepts it or not. And, so and also too, I think in in the details it was like oh there'll be celebrity judges. So again, it kind of sure. gives this. I, I think a, a false sense of like, oh, this is going to be a circus or just for pl- publicity. And, you know, then people were upset about it could take a roster spot. So I wanted to make sure that we clarified what exactly this this was. So 
I'm just waiting for them to get put onto an island, and they, that way they can compete with trying to find food. Soccer Island. Soccer Island. That's right. See, that's the show we should pitch. Big soccer Brother, island. but with soccer, be great. There you go. Invade everyone's privacy. It's fine. Do you have any other questions to ask? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about reality shows anymore? No. No, I, I do have one question. So, are you going to go to the Mexico game here in Charlotte? I will be there. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a. I haven't been to a soccer match now in in oh boy a year year and a half. I mean, when did this pandemic start? So it's it's been a while. Um, Pre pandemic, I, I probably the last match I went to was a, a Las Vegas Lights game, USL. Oh, so yeah. I'm excited to in person watch a game. I think it's going to be packed. I, I do too. Yeah, I hate that I'm going to miss it, but yeah. Oh yeah, David's getting married. Next Congratulations. Week. Thank you. Yeah. That's week, important. I'll be on my honeymoon. So um, I will be sipping on some California wine while you guys are out with PVA and celebrating. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, congrats, fun. David. Yeah. Thank you. Priorities, I guess. Darn. I know. All right. Um, well, Sean, I don't have any other questions. Do you, do you have anything for us? Do you have anything that you want, you want to chat about? I mean, what, what, what are you guys most excited for? Like, as cheesy as that is, like, specifically, I mean, you, you guys are members. Like, obviously, you guys are diehards. You, you created a supporters group, and, and yeah, you've got a tattoo uh, of this club. So what are wh- – why? What, what are you excited for? I'm such a nerd and a fanboy. Like, every time there's news coming out, I'm like, yes! Like, retweet it. Like, um, it, every piece, piece of merch that comes out, I'm grabbing. Because, you know, as fanboy as I am, like, I'm also super nostalgic. And, like, I'm trying to think, like, when I was a kid, like, we talked earlier before we got on the podcast. I wish I would have kept my freaking Charlotte Hornet starter jacket from back in the, like, late 90s or or, or late 80s, uh, early 90s. Um, So I'm grabbing all the training tops, going to get all the jerseys, going to save them, got that coin. So I'm just excited about the the little things along the way, all the memories that we're going to make together as like, you know, sport groups and stuff. The games are going to be awesome, but it's going to be the experiences that we have before the game yep. and like during the game. And I probably won't remember half of the score sometimes. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm excited about all the little things along the way. Um, so I'm hoping everybody will get more excited as, as we go here in the next couple months. And I'm similar. Um, I don't want to re- just rehash everything that Matt Swift said. Because I gave an amazing answer. I mean, yeah, like what, like the community part. I, I think that's the cool thing about soccer is that it does bring so many people together and it creates memories and like the chants, the singing, everything like that. Like selfishly too, though, like I want, I'm looking forward to a team that wins. So like I want, I want Charlotte to win some games. Yeah, there's definitely a couple teams I definitely I don't want to be Cincinnati. So I'm just yeah. letting you know right now and all the FC Cincinnati fans out yeah. there, like. The five of you, you can just tweet at me and let me know. But um, <laughs> so, um, you take your spaghetti and go away. But um, yeah, I don't know. But no, like, like seriously though, like what Swib was saying is like, just the camaraderie of fans, yeah. community, um, the marches, the chants, the tifos. It's gonna be a lot of work to put that into it, but um, it's gonna be a lot of fun to see yeah. what that looks like. I'm gonna be a wreck that first game. I'm gonna uh, be like an emotional wreck. Well, there's oh, only yeah. one. I think. Yeah. So yeah. to your point, Matt, the little things is and again as corny as it is like this all regardless of what it is every little step hey we're we're at a brewery that's what happens (laughs) Um, 
every little step along the way, that's that's the last first. Like that's yeah. it. like where this is the we're inaugural yeah. season, inaugural match. Yeah. So enjoy these little moments. We got some work to do. We got a lot of work to do. Okay. But part of part of the motivation to get it right is that first impression and how important those first impressions are. Mm. But yeah, those little things so like embracing the the look, this is the day you got your sneak peek at what that season ticket member package is going to look like. When that comes in, like that's yeah. that first of, of many. And for a lot of people, this is going to be their first sports experience period. Maybe mm. first time having season tickets, period. Yeah. First time going to a soccer match, period. And so enjoy that because um, it like we want to build on it, but it's going to be the first. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, Sean, I know um, – I'm excited to have you here in Charlotte. Thank you. Um, I'm excited that I think Charlotte FC did a great job bringing you on and um, all the things you said here tonight, I look forward to and um, the work that we're going to put in together as a group, a collective and yeah. um, city and surrounding area of the States is going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I, I appreciate the time and connection tonight here at Salute and sorry for the, the glasses that Matt Swift did not knock over here at just a second, but, um, but it's been great. I, I, you know, I feel like I know you so much more now and, and I can see why Charlotte FC brought you along with, yeah. with this journey. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks Sean for coming on. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks fellas. Appreciate yeah. it. Anytime. Yeah. Just for you, just for you. <laughs> I hope you add this to the end of the podcast. <laughs> just a snap out of nowhere.